0: The following podcast contains explicit language.
1: This is YOY. I'm Andrea Salenzi. And today's show was recorded live at Chicago Theater Works. It's going to start off with the love story told by me on stage. And then it's going to end with a dating game starring one of Chicago's most eligible bachelors, who is, for real, an American ninja warrior. Okay, let's start the show. On the night Lisette turned 26 years old, she went out with her best guy friends to a bar on 14th Street where they live in Washington, D.C. Lisette is bold and direct, the kind of girl who's friends with her bartenders. Her go-to cocktail is a shocker to me. It's a shot of Fernet with smoky mezcal tequila. But on that night, on her birthday, she wouldn't put down her phone.
2: I was texting my ex-boyfriend, which my guy friends were not having. So they decided to try and find someone to distract me for the evening. And that's how they found Justin.
1: Justin was a guy they found smoking outside the bar. He walks with a sparkly blue cane after a fall in Ocean City, Maryland. And aside from the cane, he looks like a composite of every DC bro I've ever seen. Brown hair, brown beady eyes, perfect degree of facial hair, kind of strong.
2: It was my birthday, and I'd been drinking for a little while, so when they said this is our friend Justin, I just assumed that they had known him prior to five minutes before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So after a night of hanging out, Lisette gave Justin her number. They texted all weekend, and since he's between jobs and she gets off work early, they decide to meet for drinks on a Monday night around 5 p.m., it's not your typical date night not your typical date time but they picked a dark romantic cocktail bar where Lizette knows a bartender but she wasn't feeling it
2: the date was pretty much a total disaster from the start to be completely honest i almost left two or three times just because we clearly like weren't clicking
1: Justin has this style of flirting where he's constantly finding ways to put you down. He told her things like, her degree doesn't matter. She lives under a bridge. He mocked her for being younger than him. It's like when you're eight and boys flirt by putting bugs in your hair. He just never grew out of it. Justin told her that he had friends coming soon. So she decided to stick it out.
2: Because the last person I dated had ghosted me. And so I didn't want to I was trying to like pay it forward a little bit. I guess I didn't want to. I didn't want to ghost somebody. I didn't want to just like walk out and be rude. I just figured it's a drink. Like I can like it'll be done in an hour and I can leave.
1: Lisette looked down at her phone. The bartender just texted her. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bartenders know, you know. So while Lisette was busy faking it across town, a 25-year-old teacher named Kristen was driving to her date that night.
3: So. I texted him when I was on my way. No answer. I'm texting my friends. I'm like, I'm getting stood up. I'm driving a half hour into D.C. This sucks.
1: Kristen had just broken up with her boyfriend. She downloaded Hinge and found Justin.
3: Honestly, I don't remember what his profile looked like that much because it was a 24-hour time period of me matching him and meeting him.
1: What she was doing was the romance equivalent of paying up front for an annual gym membership on New Year's Day. She was... (laughs) She was determined to start her new life, she wasn't really thinking it through.
3: Uh, He has like brown hair, which I like, he seems semi-normal in his pictures, I mean, I think there was one of him and his ex-girlfriend at the time, but I was like, okay, so he has like friends, or he had a girlfriend, which is normally like a good sign of a person that they can be in a relationship.
1: Again, she is traveling 30 minutes to meet someone whose only memorable virtue is that he has brown hair and he once had a girlfriend. Okay, who in this room in Chicago has brown hair and has had a girlfriend in their life? (laughs) Cool. Exactly. So uh, Kristen arrived at her destination, which was a dark romantic cocktail bar. And her date was standing outside with another woman. He introduces her as his friend. And I was like, all right, whatever. Lisette, who, yes, is the same girl from the start of the story makes a face after he calls her his friend, like,
2: Uh, we're not friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and as I go inside, Kristen still doesn't realize that Lisette is his other
3: date. Lisette starts to pay her tab, so I'm like, this is normal. I guess he just wanted to make sure I was normal. I don't know.
1: But there is nothing normal about this. This isn't The Bachelor.
4: I know what you did. What did I do. And I do not appreciate it. What did I do? If you don't remember the conversation with Chris, then obviously it meant nothing to you.
1: On The Bachelor, a two-on-one date is a reoccurring feature every season. And it's interminable. Dispiriting.
5: You
6: think I'm not as smart as you because I don't use big words?
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> okay.
1: Lisa was not going to stay.
2: At this point, I was very ready to go home and was like, okay, this date, this date sucked. Like, there's already another girl for another date. Like, I'm getting out of here.
1: And across the bar, she can hear Kristen. She's enduring the same awful date that Lisette had just suffered through.
3: Our conversations were mainly him just asking me questions and kind of, like, belittling me because I was younger than him, which I thought was very strange because he matched with a 25-year-old. Like, obviously, you know I'm 25. <laughs> Meanwhile,
1: across town, Raven is putting on a floral dress with bright colors. She's excited to finally meet her date from Bumble. She liked his look.
7: He had, bra- uh, I want to say, dark brown eyes, dark brown hair, pretty tan. I don't know. I guess his girlfriend was pretty short, but I based the height off of the girl. So <laughs> I she's he in was there. Like over six foot. Yeah, she's in like in four of his pictures. <laughs> I thought it was his sister or something, but I didn't ask any questions.
1: You guys are keeping count, right? This is three girls. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, also across town, <laughs> Alex is getting ready for her bumble date. She likes something he said in his bio. Here, she'll read his bio to us.
4: DC tribe member that travels for work, kills it, recently ended a serious relationship, looking for love and fun, say hi, dot dot, just do it or you'll regret it for the rest of your life.
1: (laughs) You guys are laughing, but she loved that part of his profile. That was her favorite line.
4: Just do it, or you'll regret it for the rest of your life.
1: You know, it showed confidence, but maybe too much confidence. night in a dark romantic cocktail bar, the bartender told Lisette that he recognized this guy. Justin had done this last Friday. And the girls, realizing that they were on a group date, were hurt, annoyed, and they left one by one. But Lisette wasn't going to let it go down like that.
2: I was just like, uh, I can't leave this girl here with him. Like, I'm going to like, wait a second and just pretend to be his friend and like, at least give her the option of knowing
3: what's up.
1: Finally, Justin leaves them alone to talk.
3: And Lisette just literally turns to me and goes, this guy sucks. I'm like, what is going on? But I was like, and then she goes, oh, I'm a, I thought I was going to date with him, too. Justin
1: was away because he was
7: outside meeting date number three. So he comes outside. He's like, I'm going to take a quick smoke break. Um, but I have a couple friends inside with me in case you try to murder me. And I was like, oh, that's weird for a first date. And that's when I met the beautiful Kristen and the beautiful
2: Lisette. (laughs) When Raven walked up, I was just like, all right, welcome to the club.
1: (laughs) Lisette had an idea. What if she started live tweeting what was happening? And this became especially interesting once the fourth girl arrived, after the fifth girl arrived... And after the sixth girl arrived.
2: 9,435 retweets and 24.5 thousand likes. It went viral. I had no idea that two hours from when I started New York Magazine would be calling me.
1: (laughs) Not just New York Magazine, also Good Morning America.
7: As we said, Justin declined to join us this morning, but he did uh, uh, tell us something. He said he's actually, that he was actually looking for love, and these aren't dates, but preliminary conversations. <laughs> That's
1: and preliminary conversations is also what he said on Inside Edition.
0: To be fair, Justin told Inside Edition producer Alicia Powers that he doesn't like using the word date. He prefers calling them preliminary conversations.
7: I never said, let's go on a
0: date. I said, let's meet, I always say, let's meet for drinks. If I take you on a date, you will know it's a date. There will be flowers and dinner and some other cool things involved.
1: (laughs) And when they went on MTV, the producers had a surprise for them.
4: So if you guys had the chance to see him again, what would you say to him?
3: Plan better next time. That's it? Change the bar. Oh. (laughs) Call the girls if you're going on a date or not.
7: Okay, well, if you got something to say, well, guess what? You can say it to his face. Welcome, Justin!
1: (laughs) But what no one got is that the girls didn't hate Justin. This story spoke to so many people because girls get that the competition's fierce, that the pickings are slim, and of the girls I interviewed, they all agreed this was not even their worst date. (laughs) (laughs) Lisette told me that she once lied to a guy who was new in town about the bars she likes so she would make sure to never see him again. (laughs) And Alex, who is a pastor in training, She once told a guy she needed to go home to pray. (laughs) And the whole ordeal was actually good for them in a lot of ways. It gave them a chance to come out to their friends and family as single.
4: I think having to actually tell my family and explain what Bumble is and online dating... Uh, was not very fun but now they love it and they think it's the coolest thing ever so
3: my dad was just more upset that I met a stranger from the internet like that's rule number one is don't meet strangers from the internet and I broke that and then everyone in the world knew about it but other than that I mean I have been very single for a very long time and my parents always ask why and now I just show them this article and remind them I'm like I'm trying
7: it's not me it's them So coming back to the office and having my boss ask me about my dating life was a little bit strange, but um, I just embraced it. I was like, yeah, I'm on online dating. They're kind of taken back, but they're like, well, do what you got to do out here.
4: And now I think it gives people an excuse to ask me how my dating life's going. I don't know about everyone else, but people are constantly asking me. So, how is the dating life of Alex going?
3: My co-workers are all like, "Well, my daughter met her husband on Match. You should do this." Or my daughter met this person <laughs> this, this <laughs> way. Then I had people trying to hook me up with their son's soccer coaches, and I was like, "Thank you, but I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm clearly got this."
1: <laughs> For me. I only find dating hard when you actually like the guy.
2: I mean, if we were mad at him, the story wouldn't have been me tweeting about my five new best friends. Like, the story would have been, like, girl hits guy in bar and leaves. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, Justin likes to send his potential dates. The BuzzFeed article? He's proud of it. He's hoping it'll launch his comedy career. <laughs> okay. They the girls don't hate him. I don't hate it. Like, you- he can't help who he is, right? (laughs) Um, There's this photo that Lisette took that night and the girls are smiling in a way that says you can't make this up. (laughs) The caption reads Miss Steal Your Girl Over Here because Lisette did steal his girls. They decided to turn their group date into a group text.
2: Our group chat's called The Bachelorette with a (laughs) rose.
1: And the new friends now they text every day. See, I told you I'd have a love story for you. Thanks so much. We're going to take a quick break. And when we're back, it's going to be time for a full on dating game with a special guest. My little brother. We're back at Chicago Theatre Works. Now it is time to welcome our eligible bachelor, American Ninja Warrior, Ethan Swanson! Yeah. The bachelorettes are all up on stage behind a curtain, so when Ethan came out, you couldn't see them. And joining Ethan, I have a special surprise as a character reference for Ethan, even though he is not single, and I really, really love his girlfriend, his fellow ninja, and also my brother, Michael the stallion salensi Woo! Yeah, my
0: yo, first, um, I just want to say how cool is my sister. I oh my gosh. Um, I love this girl. I am so proud of you. Super cool. <laughs>
5: Love you. Oh, it's not in the script. <laughs> <laughs>
1: guys, you guys are both contestants from the television show American Ninja Warrior on NBC. For someone who hasn't seen the show, what is it?
0: American Ninja Warrior is a crazy obstacle course. It is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, Ethan, I don't know.
8: Is it, yeah, do it's, it's a jungle gym for adults. We play around on obstacles, and most of us fall in the water, if you guys have seen a lot. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's basically just playing around on obstacles and trying to overcome some some pretty stuff tough stuff that they uh, conjure up for us.
1: And then podcast listeners, I asked these guys to perform a feat of strength to prove that they are truly ninjas. Ethan did a backflip. My brother held a very long, very impressive handstand and the audience cheered. But I know you weren't there. Just picture it. How did you guys become friends?
8: So we met, uh, Mike's been doing American Ninja Warrior for longer than I have, but we actually met on the set of American Ninja Warrior in line waiting to go on the course. It was 25 degrees out. Was that season six? That was season six in St. Louis. It was freezing and we're sitting there in our shorts and t-shirt. Everyone else has like Eskimo gear on. You can only see their eyes. And we're sitting there trying to stay warm before the course, but that's kind of, we bonded over that and then found out we're both from Chicago and kind of been hanging out ever since.
0: Yeah, we've been training together for, well, it's season nine now, so it's been about three or four years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now you guys are being linked up professionally.
0: That's right. Um, so Ethan runs a gym in here in Chicago. It's called Ultimate Ninjas, and I'm actually opening up another Ultimate Ninja location in Libertyville, about 45 minutes north. Um, super cool gym. You want to tell them about it?
8: Yeah, it's, it's super fun. I mean, I play around an obstacles, so I'm a little biased, but if you guys ever had any any idea of you want to try some stuff, come out. It's super fun. We have adult stuff. We have kids stuff and uh, everyone makes a fool out of themselves a little bit. So don't, don't feel shy.
1: Okay. Now, Ethan, what are you looking for in a girlfriend?
8: Uh, (laughs) um, Well, I am looking for somebody who can like be active. I love going out and doing anything, really anything active in sports or traveling, just somebody who's kind of wants to be a little adventurous.
1: Mike, what do you, what do you think uh, our ladies should know about Ethan? How can they win him over?
8: Yeah,
0: Ethan is a stud. This guy is awesome. I look up to him. He's super smart. But he needs a, a woman that can keep up with him. All right, this guy is going. He's traveling. He's doing competitions all the time. He's going to keep them on their toes. If they're not ready for that, then it might not work out.
1: Okay. Question number one, bachelorette number one.
8: So, bachelorette number one, question number one. Yes. What is the maximum amount of time you'd be comfortable holding hands with me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, there's no other stipulations with this, correct? Like, no dinner, just right away.
8: Right, right away. Right now, if I, if I came inside this barrier, how long would we, in silence, look at everyone in the crowd and hold hands?
3: <laughs> um, three seconds.
8: Three seconds. <laughs> that's a pretty good answer. Yeah, if you said something like 10 seconds or more, I would be probably weirded out a little bit. I agree. I feel agree. like that's I could, a good answer. if
1: I liked a guy, I think I could make it for at least an hour, like the movie, like half a movie. I mean,
8: she doesn't know me yet. That's the yeah.
5: stipulation, though. No <laughs> okay. Right. My
8: goal by the end of this is all of you should be comfortable for an hour, is what. That's what I'm shooting for. Also, I have never read any of these questions, so you're judging Andrea. Neither
5: have I, so we're, we're in it together. <laughs>
8: Awesome. Okay. So, bachelorette number two your shirt's inside out, and everyone noticed. What do you do?
9: I go to the bathroom and I change it back.
1: I guess that was the only really possible answer. Yeah. That is a question from the original Dating Game
8: Show. Oh, gotcha. I was going to say that was a very logical response. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, here you go. All right, so question number three, Bachelorette number three. Was there room for Jack on that raft with Rose?
1: why, <laughs> listeners know that Titanic just keeps coming up. I don't know why. <laughs>
5: Have. <laughs> no, no. No. Avoiding the question. <laughs> if that's what I
8: <laughs> but sounds like a no. There wasn't room. But okay. Alright. So question number four, bachelorette number four. I'm a professional athlete. Make up a new exercise for me to add to my daily routine. I'm sorry. Here. Yeah. I'm uh, looking
5: for a two-person exercise. A new, yeah.
6: a new workout. Maybe uh, 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 So I walk to work every day So maybe adding in Like backwards walking For ten minutes through downtown Evanston Every day Uh, To keep me company in the mornings and maybe in the evenings
5: (laughs) Uh,
8: I like it Uh, That would definitely turn a lot of heads I feel like But uh, that's that's really good. What muscle group would that
1: work backwards walking?
8: Backwards walking. Legs, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Accurate. These questions are great. Okay. Ooh, this is a really good one. All right. Uh oh. All right. Bachelorette number five. How often do you clean your bathroom? All the time. All the time. all like the time every other day okay <laughs> once a month from someone in the crowd uh, that okay. is that's a
3: lot
8: right every, every other, day? other day that is a no,
1: lot no actually it's probably like once a week
8: oh so she's a liar yeah
3: flip flop <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe
8: <laughs> rephrasing the answer uh, okay that uh, are you going to stick
1: with once a week is it every, are you sure it's not is once that, every two weeks? i mean weeks? it might be once every yeah well, maybe once every two
5: weeks <laughs>
8: Five questions down, and I, I'm loving this so far. But uh, okay. Wait, so,
1: who, who's, who's in the lead?
8: Who's in the lead? It's tough because they're all, they're all completely different questions. Uh, I.
1: <laughs> no, but you feel a connection with someone's voice.
8: I. <laughs> I gotta. I, so, I'm actually super logical. I was a math major and an actuary before I was a professional ninja, if you could call me that. I don't know. So I'm, I'm a huge math nerd, so I got to go right now, the logical response for just straight go to the bathroom and change. Like, <laughs> and, and the way the, way the response is like, uh, what else am I going to do? That, uh, I really like that. But I liked all the answers so far. Nobody, nobody's giving me the answer. I'm like, wow, this person's a weirdo. So now, now we're going back. I'm, I'm going snake order, so I'm going back five to one. Bass number five, another question for you. Okay. Did we know each other in a past life? Absolutely. 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 What, what were we... How do we know each other? What? How did we know each other?
1: In our past life, we were friends who met at a bar on a Tinder date. On uh, t- t- <laughs> 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 um,
8: Okay, so, bachelorette number four. Pretend we've known each other for years. What's your favorite memory of me?
6: Um, I think my favorite memory would be... The time where we got lost in London, (laughs) and it was it was getting dark, and all of the lights were turning on, and we just weren't worried about getting back to the hostel. We were just kind of strolling. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we're still poor. I don't have money. I'm a social media coordinator. (laughs) That's
5: beautiful. (laughs) I know.
6: Uh, so we were just kind of strolling around, trying to find something that was familiar, but just really enjoying all the lights and all the lights along the
8: water. Wow!
1: You love to travel.
8: Wow. That was that was an amazing response. Holy cow. I, I felt like I was in London. So this one's got a little different vibe to it. Bachelorette, number, are we on number two right now? Yeah, Three? Three? What is your spirit emoji?
9: Okay, so this emoji doesn't exist. But what I really want is an emoji that's sticking out the tongue. But it's not like a friendly, it's like a snarky tongue sticking out. I feel like that's really just missing from the emoji library. I agree. Um, Every single time I go for a tongue sticking out emoji, I'm looking for that emoji and... I'm just going to be searching forever. <laughs> Maybe with much, the next update. Yeah, much like, you know, my romantic life.
8: <laughs> Until tonight, though, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, Of course. Okay. We don't
9: know
6: yet. So.
8: <laughs> well, next, next question. Um, bachelorette number two. I work out a lot, pretty much every day. What's in your fridge at home right now that I can eat?
9: There's some kombucha and some broccoli. Wow. And no carbs for you. <laughs> okay.
8: It's pretty good setup. Pretty good setup. I think I might just just go over there after this, anyways. There was no underlining tone there. <laughs> All right.
1: This is another classic one from the show.
8: Oh, this is a good one. All oh, right.
1: Wait, it's not from the show. It's from the movie Mallrats parodying the original oh, show. Yeah.
8: <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so Bachelorette number one.
2: You're making me nervous. This yeah. Is a this
1: heart-rated. is
8: this is uh, this is gonna be fun. If right. uh, if we were making Whoopi.
2: <laughs> Explain further.
8: Explain. <laughs> <laughs> if we were getting very intimate.
5: it was a joke it was a joke
8: (laughs) would would you like me to explain further?
5: no 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 No, Uh, no.
8: (laughs) what kinds of noises would you make?
5: I'm
7: sorry you have to take me out to dinner first eh? (laughs)
8: I think that's fair. Uh, do you want to grab dinner after this, or
1: in this world you may have taken her to dinner.
8: In in all right in a make pretend make believe world where I've taken you dinner.
2: What what noises do you make? Can I ask a question back?
1: Oh. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, this is about having fun and talking to each other. Yes, do it.
8: Talk yeah, to do each it. other, huh? Do it. If if you're gonna play along, I'll do it.
5: All right. I got it. That's it. <laughs> All right.
8: <laughs> are, are we do, Are we doing this? Yeah, I have the mic. I'm happening? ready.
5: Let's do it.
8: All right, here we go.
1: Okay, I want to See. preserve this for the recording. Make the room as quiet as
8: possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quiet. we got it right. There's not a hundred people watching us. Okay. Okay. No, There's not uh, three,
1: two, one. <laughs> oh yeah.
8: <laughs>
2: yeah. Right there.
8: Oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh,
5: just like that.
8: Oh.
2: Yeah, it's so good. Mm. Let me let me hear right it. Right there.
5: Yeah. Mm. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
8: All right, all right. We gotta we gotta leave some to the ad- imagination.
5: <laughs>
8: a lot a lot of judging eyes out there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I got I got a thumbs up from my guy over there. Thank you, Michael. Thank You're you, Michael.
1: Amazing. <laughs> that was so beautiful.
8: All right. Okay. I, I gotta give it to that is pure effort right there. I gotta give that to uh, Bachelorette number one. That that takes some guts. So Bachelorette number two, what was the first tape or CD you ever bought?
9: I'm pretty sure it was Aqua. Anybody else? <laughs> I think that was CD and Barbie Girl, but you better believe I knew all 11 tracks. Dr. It wasn't just... Bar- Dr. Jones? I can't Dr. really Jones. name a lot of them now. But it was definitely Aqua. I don't think that'll really appeal to you. I don't think you'll know what that is. But Barbie Girl was the main song. I think it was
1: a 10.
8: Yeah, is it bad if I've never heard Aqua?
1: Yes. I don't think it's bad. I
8: think it's, it's fine. It's bad? You
1: don't know the song Do you, really Wait, bad. can I... I, I people have no are, idea. Else will you sing the main theme all five wow. of you? Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ready? yeah. Ready? I'm a Barbie girl.
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Five,
9: six, seven, eight. I'm a Barbie girl
5: in a Barbie world. Wrapped in plastic, it's fantastic. You
9: can brush my hair and dress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on, Barbie, let's go party.
5: So there's
1: a whole other round of questions that they're about to go through. But to be honest with you guys, after the sex stuff and the Barbie girls song and all the refills to their glasses of rosé, our Chicago ladies lost their focus. It was hard to get them back on track. And before we knew it, it was time to declare our winner. So you have a decision to make.
8: So I have a, de- a. I I do so, want to okay,
1: say. So tell me like where you're leaning, like kind of where you're at.
8: So first thing is, I honestly, honestly got loved almost every answer. I thought I'd be able to tell by like voice alone, like, oh, you know, number so-and-so sounds sexy and number so-and-so doesn't, but all of them sound sexy. So I think I, I have to go with Bachelorette number two. I liked your answers the most.
1: we threw balloons on Bachelorette number two, rolled back the curtain, and then locked eyes for the very first time. (laughs) But there's a twist. I have good news. You have won a prize. Okay? In this envelope, I have a gift certificate to TGI Fridays. Shut up. You can go on a fun date with Ethan, you guys can get to know each other, get some cheese fries, I don't know what you order at TJ Fridays, but like you'll have a really good time. But in this envelope, I have a gift certificate for you to go out for brunch with all the other
5: bachelorettes.
1: She had to pick one or the other, and as you can hear, she picked the ladies. Sorry, Ethan, you you didn't win anything. (laughs) (laughs) The Bachelorettes all made plans for a leisurely brunch in lovely Logan Square. And by the end of the night, they'd started a group text. (laughs) That is it for our show. Thank you to all the brave ladies who came out for our dates. Ethan and Mike are starting gyms in the Chicagoland area called Ultimate Ninjas in Chicago, Naperville, Libertyville. You can follow Ethan on Instagram at ethanswanson.ninja. Tonight's show was part of the fest, curated by the Third Coast International Audio Festival, a spectacular two-week lineup of live podcasts in Chicago and venues across the city. Get tickets for shows coming up this week and next at thefestchicago.org. Thank you to the Fest team, Emily Kennedy, Maya goldberg Saphir, and Johanna Zorn. This show is produced by me with Lindsey Cradwell and Steve Allman. We had engineering tonight by Sam McNerland from Chicago Theater Works. Our editor is Hilary Frank. Event production by Kirsten Holtz and Faith Smith for Slate. We had artwork tonight from Teddy Blanks. Thanks to everyone at Panoply, including Mia LaBelle and Andy Bowers. And thank you to M.M. LaFleur for making this live show possible helping me figure out my look and supporting pause Chicago. I am sticking around for a drink. I need some new single friends. Thank you guys for coming. And next week on the show, as promised my interview with Esther Perel. Thanks for listening.